we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have Mike Roberts. And today we are inside of the Central Automotive Maintenance Conference Room. Shorter, CAM, C-A-M, okay? But I wanted to make sure you guys understood where we are. I can't just, you can't just use acronyms on people and then expect them to understand, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, this place is, is amazing. It's huge, and when you get out into the shop area and, you, and the, the yards around it and all the county vehicles that are out there, school buses, dump trucks, yeah, you know, I was a, everything. I, I was just about to say that. Like, not only is the building huge, it, ha- it kind of sort of has to be huge to house what they work oh, on yeah. here. Like you mentioned, dump trucks, fire mm-hmm. trucks, all kinds of different uh, large vehicles here. And, and that's kind of alluding to what we're going to be talking to here. We got some guests for you today. But first, I want to remind you to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast in any of your major podcast venues, such as Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, and many, many, many more. And a bunch of small ones too yep just go ahead and hit that search bar click it search Henrico CTE on your favorite platform yep, and you we, should be able we to cross the we crossed the 4,000 listens mark Ooh. a couple weeks ago that's in that was that's new from the last um, time we met hey so. look look man I got, I got to insert and post future Rashawn insert canned applause here <laughs> and, and we're like up to 18 countries we 18 it took countries. another jump yeah right, did i don't you, know where did they're you bring from. the list or no, no i didn't okay. bring the list i okay. should have brought the list yeah but we'll bring the bring the list next time <laughs> to see where we're getting picked up across the world uh, uh but internationally known mike yep you're famous mike yeah. you did it uh, no i'm just the co-host <laughs> You're the host. I'm the host. We're hosting together. All right, guys. Let's get to our guest here. All right, today we are speaking to John, Neil, Larry, Moretti, and Clayton uh, Furman. Guys, let me know if I messed up any names. Did I? Am, are we good? No, we're good. Perfect. Thumbs, I'm good. thumbs up from around the room, and that's that's good. That's 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 good news. All right, guys. So first question. I want to know what everybody does here. What is everybody's responsibility here in Cam? And we'll start with Larry. I'm Larry Moretti. I'm the uh, fleet manager here for Henrico County's uh, Central Automotive Maintenance Shop. All right, and? And I'm John Neal, the Director of General Services. Okay, and? I'm uh, Clayton Furman, and I'm a fire equipment mechanic. Okay, awesome, awesome. All right, and I kind of want to start with some career paths here, and uh, just want you guys to take us down it. Where did you guys start? How did you guys get into this line of work, and what inspired you to get into this line of work? And we'll start with John. All right. So I'm I'm a civil engineer by trade. I used to work for the highway department and left that and went into uh, consulting work and was doing project management work. And that just led me to start working with facilities. And that's how I got interested in coming to Henrico County and working with facility maintenance, facility construction, fleet maintenance, the overall program for general services. All right. And, you know, the terms civil engineer, we hear a lot when I talk to some of the students about what they might be interested in, because Mike and and myself, we used to go out um, Prior, prior to everything that's happening now, I used to go out and talk to the students face-to-face about what they might be interested in. So what is, can you give us like a simple definition of what a civil engineer is? Civil engineering, we um, build roads, bridges, um, waterways, sewer lines, uh, anything that is kind of the basic of, of what we do for every day, uh, what you need for every day. Civil engineering involves uh, util- water utility systems, involves roads, bridges, um, airports, um, so anything that you touch 
couldn't make it without you, man. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> things, things that make civilization work. <laughs> but, exactly. I, I, exactly. Like I was thinking, Mike, sounds like something that's pretty essential. You know, you hear this talk oh, in absolutely. the media about essential Essentials. careers. Oh, yeah. And that's another one of those things that. that falls under CTE and that also is essential. All right, Mr. Moretti, uh, how did you get here? Um, well, it's a, kind of a long story. Um, I started out like Clayton as a mechanic, probably before... Uh, there were CTE programs. There's a vocational education, and uh, I was in a vocational ed class in high school. I got out and went to a year of tech school, and uh, worked for mechanic as a mechanic for about eight years. Uh, went to work for Piedmont Airlines as an automotive mechanic there. Worked there a couple of years, and transitioned to management. And I've been in the management ranks uh, at U.S. Airways. I worked for uh, Virginia Department of Transportation. And I've been with Henrico County now for about five years and kind of worked my way up from where Clayton is at the bottom to the some what some would call the top of this uh, occupation. So, all right, awesome. been very fortunate. So, what, what are some of the daily duties of like a fleet manager? Just like what's your average day uh, prior to this, of course? But <laughs> well, I don't know if we have average days, but uh, if that and that's fine too. If you don't have an average day, you know, that's that's true for a lot of occupations, but uh. I start relatively early, and I look normally at what the shop's working on, uh, run reports to see what we have broke and see if there's any problems there. And then with a variety of things from personnel to whatever issue Mr. Neal may need taken care of that day or the county manager um, and, you know, whatever other projects we need where we're surplusing equipment or getting in new equipment, uh, we kind of do do a little bit of everything. We have a very small staff, so we do a little of everything. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for sharing your stories. And now to you, Clayton. You kind of have a unique story here. You came through. We're a little bit familiar with Clayton here, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he came through our uh, diesel tech program, which is also housed right here in Cam. Well, not in this room, but it's like a classroom above uh, the actual workshop. So, so, Clayton, talk a little bit about how you found out about our diesel tech program and what made you want to sign up. So, basically, I originally went to or originally came from Hanover County Schools. Um, before that, I was from New York, but um, I've been involved with you know mechanics and cars and such my entire life, and my family's been doing it for decades. Hold on, you're from New York? Yeah. Giants or Jets? Giants. That's cold. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Continue with the answer. But anyway, right. yeah. So we've my family's been involved with the car industry for decades, and I came down here and we looked at the Hanover County uh, automotive program that they had there. And we ended up moving, and I was like, okay, maybe I can find something like that in, you know, Henrico. So one day I was with my college professor that I was talking with up at Pennsylvania, okay. Pennsylvania College of Technology, and I said, what would be the best route, you think, to go for? He said, well, here's the thing. Automotive is great, but diesel, you're going to make the money. Okay. So... I said, okay, maybe I'll see if I can't find a diesel program. And sure enough, one day, Mr. Osborne, the diesel instructor, comes to Glen Allen High School with his little table set up and starts selling the program. I looked at all of his pictures and his you know, brochures and stuff. I said, that'd be kind of a neat thing. He said, yeah, come on by for an open house next week. So I went by and, you know, walking through the shop where you have the classroom and stuff, you see all these, you know, half million dollar million dollar fire engines and hey, dump trucks and everything it's just incredible yeah, if you're interested in that it's, it's sort of a dream for you you're thinking wow i get to be around this at such a young age and so early on right yep 
Yep, yep, sounds good. Hey, Mike, amazing. And a shout out to David Osborne, the teacher oh, there. He is at Diesel, yeah, Tech. Diesel Tech. Yeah, it's really, 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 really great guy. So, John or Larry, just describe your relationship relationship here with Enrico CTE. Take us down the path of, and either one of you guys can can tackle this. How did, how did something like this uh, even come about? Right. So, how do we get to the point where we can actually allow some students in here and work a little work beside some of uh, the mechanics or even working in the shop themselves? Uh, I've only been here about five years, and I think this may have gotten started right before I got here, but um, uh, Mr. Osborne actually is an ex-employee of CAM, okay. and uh, going back about five years ago, we built a small uh, classroom on the second level here, and uh, we also uh, converted our wash bay out back to a small shop that they could use uh, to have some hands-on time. But, you know, we've been very supportive of uh, student involvement because it's very difficult to get mechanics nowadays, in case you don't know. We have a fair crop that we hire from, but usually very small pools of people. And uh, we thought this would be a way to help the students and also to help us to find some good talent to come and work at our shop. Right. And, and, and how has it worked out for you guys so far? I mean, I feel like, you know, obviously Clayton's doing a, a pretty good job. But what about some of the other alum that have come your way via in Ryko CTE? Um, Clayton is really the first person we've hired. We haven't had the opportunity, really, and haven't had vacancies that kind of matched the time they were getting out of school and the time um, that we were looking to hire. So uh, we were kind of fortunate. Hopefully okay. Clayton thinks he was kind of fortunate. but uh, <laughs> He's nodding his head over there. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were able to hire folks right then, and we had some vacancies, and we were just fortunate to get him in here. Um, you know, we're going to look to develop the program a little further, and, and we have a career development plan that we've been working on for our technician groups. We're going to try to incorporate this intern position in that plan so okay. we can get people in here and get them started. And those that want to stay, if we have an opening, we'll have a, a way to bring them into the shop. be a little bit easier. So we've been trying to work that out for the last couple of years. So. Okay, cool. So we are speaking with John Neal, Larry Moretti, and Clayton Furman uh, here inside of CAM, or uh, I forgot the acronym already. Mike, come on, quick, save me. No. What was the acronym? Oh, well, oh, oh. Central Automotive Maintenance, Maintenance yes. CAM. <laughs> All right, there we go. We're speaking to them uh, right here. And Mike, that sounds like a absolutely wonderful idea you know what I mean, oh, to I mean, develop and kind of grow your own. Right, because, I mean, how many students in any one of our CTE programs can say that their their classroom's right next to what could be their future career? Right. You know, their, their first job, their They're first looking at it. career. And it's great that y'all are wanting to develop that even further than what we've already started, and be, you know, and, and so you can have uh, students go straight into an internship uh, with the county. That, that That's just amazing. I mean, it's, it's just so... It's almost like daily inspiration. You literally look out the window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. where, you, where you know, your goals can lead you. It's one thing when you're sitting in a classroom, or even when you're just sitting in a... You're at a lab, you know, like an automotive class. You know, the diesel program being right here on site of an operating garage doing work on, as you said, those you know million dollar machines out there and being able to see that every day you're in class. That's just got to be in so inspirational. All right. So, uh, Clayton, what was it like, man? What was it like getting your training here and and, uh, you know, eventually earning that first job here at, at camp? Well, I originally started at the East End, actually. The internship started in my junior summer to senior year of high school and i started at the east end working on school buses and um i had some you know a little bit of prior background on working on engines and stuff i'm pretty mechanically inclined but i went in there and i had cw and jesse and uh, mr fox who were the supervisor over there 
and I learned how to change tires and brakes and all those different things that you you know do a lot in this industry because everybody needs brakes. <laughs> you, you need brakes, tires, all that stuff, man. Yep. So I did a lot of that. You know, learned how to you know the tricks of the trade, the tools that you need. I kind of developed my you know tool list now on what I used then because it's still the same stuff. Right. But I went through there, and that was a really good, I think, eye-opening experience because that shop compared to this shop is a lot different in the ways of. You know, that shop has maybe 10 bays total, while this has almost 30. Yeah, it has quite a few more than 10. That's what <laughs> I was trying to park close to the, to the uh, building. I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and, and try to about to park it across the, yeah, across mean, the street. It's, it's rivaling the, the, the large truck dealerships when it comes to size. Oh, yeah. John and Larry, what, what do you see is how important do you see CT? today I mean with all the things that are going on with the the COVID situation right now and just um, these types of careers being in such demand whether it's automotive diesel or what and it, it goes much further when it comes to the trades how do you see ours and other CT programs being important to the county and ha- and being able to you know how does it affect y'all and how how is that y'all see it as important personally I mean, it's a great resource. It, it, it gives us a pipeline uh, for future employees, but also gives us a great resource where we've been partnering with CTE on other programs and other uh, activities in, 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 in the county, um, from masonry work to diesel mechanic. Um, CTE is a great resource for us and a great way to have that partnership, and we look, you know, continue to expand on that partnership. Yeah, I would I would just echo that. I'd say it's critical to have CTE. Um, you know, we have a lot of uh, seasoned mechanics, shall we say, and uh, in the next few years, a lot of those guys are going to be retiring, and it's 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 a good place to be able to pull, you know, um, technicians when we can get really good people like Clayton, and um, hopefully it'll it'll continue for the foreseeable future because I do think there's going to be a large group of people that work for us today that are going to retire in the next five years so there's going to be a lot of opportunities there and that, and that seems to be a similar story in, in a lot of oh yeah uh, areas of, of, of careers it's, and it's that point yeah it's that point where you've got so many people retiring and it's it's almost impossible to f- fill all the spots you're losing because of the there's not enough trained people getting into the field so so i can definitely yeah. see how it'd be beneficial to get in with some of the students and growing your own yeah how how do you how do the um the guys out in the shop i mean how do they interact with the students and how do they see the students I, we probably have to ask clayton but I, as far as as far as my perspective <laughs> you know these guys have worked well with them and uh you know some of the more veteran mechanics have taken these guys under the wing and helped them and and clayton works with a relatively small group of people in our fire section but i'm sure those guys you know have taken him in as one of their own and helped him you know to to learn about the equipment learn about what he's working on so uh, what do you think clayton how's it how's it been going yeah it's been pretty good um like every single time the students come down we'll find an interesting problem or something that broke on a truck we'll make sure and show them like we had last week a truck broke a leaf spring and you know shot it right up into the top of the fender we were like hey here this is something you might see in the industry so you know we try to familiarize the students with as much things that you're going to see in the rear world as possible so they'll be more you know prepared or they'll be like hey i've seen that before so it'll help them more prepare for what they see in their real life jobs oh that's awesome so you've actually had an opportunity to uh work with some of the students that are currently in diesel tech and just talk what's that like for you man you know you kind of get to play the role of big brother yeah, it's, it's an interesting, you know, 
play on it as it will. You, you know, you look at where I was. You know, I was one of those students. I, you know, had the same feelings as a lot of them, you know, towards the program and stuff. But I think it's kind of interesting, you know, you can, you can teach someone a whole lot more when you can actually put your hands on it and say, look, this is what actually happens. This is how it works. And it's a lot more, you know, I think concrete into yeah. someone's mind when you can actually show them physically, you know, this is what's going to happen or this is what can happen. Yeah, you know, Mike, that's what we're all about right here in CTE. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that is a classic, a perfect example yeah. of the importance of CTE and being able to give these experiences to the students that they're actually standing there next to the technicians who are already doing the work. It's not just they're the teacher teaching them the the guys out in the shop are teaching them and they're getting to see that that visual and that hands-on experience and what about what about the fact that he was literally just in the class oh yeah gotta be even more inspirational right oh yeah i mean it's it's exactly i mean and how clayton how important do you do you think it is to be able to be have that proximity to the classroom to the your the real world is just outside the window i think it's very beneficial for that class you know you look at some of the other schools out there and you really don't have that, you know, professional mindset that you do have in the classroom in an actual place of business. Mm-hmm. Like you look at, you know, here where you have, you know, your classroom, then the students are actually walking through the middle of the shop seeing, you know, the guys going to the parts counter and the guys going to get the tickets and clocking on to tickets and doing work orders and you know, it's a lot more beneficial because they see all of the aspects. They don't just see, oh, look, there's an engine on a stand. I can press some buttons and make it do things. You know, it's, it's <laughs> a little in the bit, shop, right? It's a little bit more than that. You know, you get to see just not so much the just mechanics of it as, you know, the process it actually takes to do something. Right. Like we had a truck in there. We actually had to pull the entire motor out of it last week. Out of a truck. And I can imagine that was a, uh, a task right there. Yeah, but, you know, you have... That's what it takes if you want to do a job right sometimes. And, you know, it's beneficial for the students to see that because you don't, you don't see that in just a classroom. You're not going to be, you know, actively working on something that's broken. You're going to be like, that was given to us because it's broken for this reason. Right. You know, there's no – you can't break something else. Right, right. right. So, so uh, John and Larry, let's, let's, let's get your opinion on this. How, how do you think uh, having the class here – inside of CAM, right above where the students could potentially be working, affects the student morale, and, and why is it important? Anytime you can have the see the real life work going on and not just classroom uh, is, is always beneficial to see how you can apply what you're doing and what you're learning uh, is always a, a great reinforcement for the students. And uh, we, were, we were intentional about selecting that particular location for our classroom so that you could see the shop. Um, we, we converted an a old storage room into the classroom. You can never tell. I and never it was a lot room. of work uh, to, to clean that out, but it was the best classroom space we could find. Uh, and it's, just, it's really beneficial for the students and, and for the shop, uh, just to be able to see that real life work going on. Yeah, so, I wish people could see the, 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 the classroom because there's a, they put a huge picture window in. Yeah, like So they huge. can look out the window. If they're, they're not staring out at the grass. They're staring <laughs> out at a working shop. Yeah, so... And Larry, your your story is similar to Clayton's. You know, how would that have changed things for you that maybe you would have been able to like, think about that? Put yourself in Clayton's shoes. I mean, obviously you're passionate about what you do right now because mm-hmm. you're still, you know, still involved in the same field. So, right. you know, how would that have changed things to you? How do you think that? How do you think that would have impacted a, a younger Larry? I, it would have been more helpful because uh, when I went to Votech School, Diesel Mechanic School after high school. You know, we had a lot of engines on stands 
they, there were no vehicles, no equipment. You had engine on stand that you worked on, and when you transition from that to a real job, you know, it's like <laughs> it's like well, almost night and day. You know, because what I mean? most of the most of the engines we had were old stuff that had been, uh, you know, granted or given to the community college at the time. And uh, when you start to work on more modern engines, there was quite a difference. You know, with Clayton, you know what what they were seeing and what they were involved in every day is the exact stuff he worked on. So, I mean, that's a significant advantage because what we had. We had to go from an, an engine that might have been 20 years old to real time, and there's a lot of difference. Even you know back in the day, there's a lot of difference in the engine technology. So yeah, yeah it's a significant advantage to be able to do it right here in the shop. And, I mean, you mentioned back in the day that there's a difference between engines. But imagine today, the technology, especially around mo- you know automotive vehicles, diesel vehicles, is always constantly growing and changing. Yeah, the, the when you just think of just the emissions that change on a regular basis, and it's a constant learning experience. And and these these technicians, I mean, that's what they are. That they are never stop learning because it's because the technology is always being pushed forward due to regulations or for j- just the industry itself. I mean, this type of environment is just perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge boon uh, to to students and, and who want to learn. Mm-hmm, they exactly. get to see the cutting edge material. They get to work on what's new and what's happening and what's real. What they'll be seeing as soon as they walk out of the door, uh, if they do have an opportunity, much like Clayton's. Uh, Clayton, speaking of opportunity, did you get the opportunity to partic- participate in the signing day when we had one? And how was that uh, whole experience? If you did, I actually was not able to because of the whole virus deal we had in March. Oh man, I uh, missed out on missed a lot out, of that, yeah. but. I think if I, they had had it, you know, I would have probably wanted to do that. That would have probably been a very interesting thing to do. Are you familiar with the the one we had prior to the whole pandemic thing? Did you get a chance to see any media surrounding that? I remember hearing some about it because I used to talk to the precision machining teacher at uh, there a lot. Yeah, Tim. Tim Alvin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about some of his students uh, working for Rolls Royce and, you know, doing a signing yep. day with them and such. Okay. All right. So how do you how do you think uh, something as as uh, exciting with so much excitement and electricity surrounding it as signing day would affect maybe the perception of uh, career technical education? I think it would make it look, you know, a little bit more official, a little bit more important. You know, it's almost treated like a sport in that aspect. You know, you're you're going from just being a you know, a base level, you know, you're a student to, hey, you're moving up in the world, you're becoming a professional in the industry. And then that signing day kind of, you know, ingrains that, you know, right. this is a big deal. You sign this, you know, it kind of develops your sense of you're in a professional workspace and it develops your sense of professionalism, you know, that kind of thing like that. Right. So because what you guys are doing is is important, like even when uh, John mentioned earlier, he's a civil engineer. Just those type of careers, right, Mike, we want to give them the proper, you know, the, the proper, proper. we want to give them their flowers, you know what I mean? We oh, want yeah. to give them their, their respect. Yeah, I mean, so so many, it's it, it's a, something that I think is, um, as Mac always said, it's always felt like that the students were neglected, you know, that they didn't get the same pomp and circumstance that right. uh, somebody who was going to college. That's the word I was looking for, pomp and circumstance. Dang it. <laughs> Take it from me. No, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, but I mean, and for, for to create an event uh, like we did and we've had, um, and we're going to continue to have, you know, as soon as yeah. the pandemic gets out the way. Mm-hmm. So the, you know, it's it's something that it's you can like you use the word electricity. Uh, uh, you can see it with the kids who are participating, and they're being paid attention to. They're getting their their just rewards for the hard work they did. That they get the opportunity to go to school, learn a trade, learn a profession, uh, get some skills, and then 
there are companies that are out there looking to hire them straight out of school. Yeah. And that is so exciting. And then in many of those companies, they're going to continue to train them. They're going to send them. They're going to pay for their college, as Rolls Royce did and other companies. I mean, it's just the, the, the I don't think parents really understand and in some cases the students don't understand the opportunities mm-hmm. of a CT education and how it can it's going to take you a lot further than you think it was going to yep our, our director Mac Baton wants the kids to leave enrolled enlisted or employed and signing day certainly feels that uh, employed uh, oh yeah that employed uh, marker right there so John Larry I want to get you guys impression on signing day uh, I know you guys have heard of it have you guys heard of signing day uh, we've, what, we've heard of signing day and uh, we were able to participate uh in 2019, mm-hmm. I believe it was. Yeah, uh, we had had a student that was uh, becoming an intern with us, uh, and so we were able to participate with that. And it's a very exciting event, uh, and glad to be a part of it. Uh, and thank you all for allowing us to be a part of that. Oh, no, well, thank you for being a part. <laughs> so, Larry, what, are, what, what is your uh, perspective? No, I would that? agree. I mean, uh, superintendent that worked for me has participated in this program. He's since retired in the last couple of months. Good for him. After, after about 45 years. But, oh, wow. Uh, he's put some time in. Yeah, he's put a lot of time working for Henrico County, and uh, it's a well-deserved retirement. But uh, Alan Edelton was the guy that kind of predated me but uh, and attended a lot of these signing sessions and uh, was a big supporter of the program, and we definitely support it. Um, and hopefully we'll continue to get invited. If uh, oh yeah, oh, we hope so too. We hope so too. And uh, and uh, what, but what about perception though, guys? How do you think this will uh, affect the perception of career technical education courses? I mean, it's definitely going to be a positive thing. And I do, you know, the equipment that Clayton works on today is far far more complex than a lot of people realize. How many onboard computers these vehicles have anymore? Right. You know, when I started on this, there was a computer didn't exist anywhere on a truck. Now there's multiple computers, and he works on some of the most expensive trucks we have. So there's a there's a lot of difference today in a technician working on than a especially a heavy truck than there were, you know, 30 40 years ago. There was no computer, and you really got to understand electronics. So yeah, it's 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 good to get that recognition for these guys because it's far more complex than a lot of people think. Yeah, I think that uh, it's pretty much standard now that you're not turning a wrench until you've plugged in a computer and run a diagnostic. Absolutely. Because, you know, you've got the, the manufacturers putting in computers on the engines, on the emission systems, the, the you know, the ignition. And then you've got the body companies who are putting the, 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 the fire trucks together or or the bodies for the other part of the truck. They've got their computers. And they've That's got to right. talk to those computers yep. and they got to talk back. And, <laughs> you know, the diagnostic is crazy. I worked at uh, as IT at International Truck Sales in Richmond for 13 years so uh, i got to experience that being out in the shop with the guys when i'm working on their diagnostic laptops <laughs> so i got to see a lot of that mm-hmm. and, and john what about you what do you how do you think that something like uh signing day would affect the perception of career technical education courses i mean it, it just really shows the support and strength of the program and the importance of the program uh that to have that type of event really emphasizes the importance of it and how we are taking it seriously as a career development tool uh, it's, it's a great emphasis to let everybody know the importance of the program. All right. I think that uh, a little statistic that I just heard recently, the exciting part since we started this, 49 states and Canada, places in Canada, are doing signing days. It exists in 49 well, states now that's since wonderful. we did it. That's wonderful. Micro was the, when, by accident, <laughs> Micro sees one of my social media posts when we did it the first year and made a comment about this should be the standard. 
you know, I don't, he, you know, he said, I don't know if anybody else is doing this. I've never heard of this. He goes, this should be the standard across the country. And because of his response there, it went like wildfire across the, the internet. And, and we got so much national attention from our first event. And we're still riding the wave today when you see 49 states. It's represented in 49 states now. Well, that's good, man. Uh, like, that's really, really good news. And hopefully people will uh, continue to see the value of career technical education courses. And we can get some of those deficits filled. Uh, running up against the clock here, but really quickly, Clayton, I want to ask you, man, uh, what, what would be something that you would say to a student who might be apprehensive about taking a career technical education course? Could be diesel tech, could be any other course. What would you kind of say to them if they were on the fence about uh, participating in our programs? I'd say if they have the interest and, you know, they really enjoy that field i would say go for it you know you're not going to hurt yourself learning something that you want to enjoy and you you know you know you can make a career out of because at the end of the day you don't want to do a job that you absolutely hate but make a ton of money because that's not doing what you need to do you know you want to find something that you're going to enjoy and actually want to show up to work and have the drive to show up to work every day and do it because you're not going to have a very happy life if you just say, oh, I'm going to make six figures but work in a computer farm and, you know, do nothing. You know, you got you to gotta get out there and find something that you really, truly enjoy and you'll have a great existence and experience in life. Yeah, it's also, also an opportunity to try something that you think you might enjoy. And you find and you start, out you're like, hey, you, you know, didn't you know like what? it as much as you thought. <laughs> this is not what yeah. I thought it would no t- be. No time lost, no expenses yeah. is spent. Because it, it, it takes a lot of money and time to switch those majors at college. I'm speaking from experience here. I'm just saying. <laughs> speaking from experience. Uh, all right, guys. But, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show up. I want to send a huge, huge, huge thank you to Cam out there. Central Automotive Maintenance. I got it right this time. Got, this got the acronym on this time. And I'm feeling myself now. All right. <laughs> I want to thank you uh, for uh, allowing us to use their conference room. Again, want to send a huge shout out to our guests, John, Neil, Larry Moretti, and Clayton Furman uh, for coming out and uh being interviewed by us here uh, today. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, guys, before I go, I want to remind you to check us out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all at the handle in Ryko CTE. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on your favorite uh, podcast venue, such as Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, and many, many, many more. All right, guys, that's it for us here for John Neal, for Larry Moretti, for Clayton Furman, and Mike Roberts. I'm Rashawn Garnett. Until next time, so long, everyone. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe always. <laughs>